Chapter 9 of The Adventures of Grandfather Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. The Adventures of Grandfather Frog by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 9 old mr toad visits grandfather frog grandfather frog and old mr toad are cousins of course you know that without being told everybody does but not everybody knows that they were born in the same place they were yes sir they were they were born in the smiling pool both had long tails and for a while no legs and they played and swam together without ever going on shore in fact when they were babies they couldn't live out of the water and people who saw them didn't know the difference between them and called them by the same names tadpoles or pollywogs but when they grew old enough to have legs and get along without tails they parted company you see it was this way grandfather frog of course he wasn't grandfather then loved the smiling pool so well that he couldn't think of leaving it he heard all about the great world and what a wonderful place it was but he couldn't and wouldn't believe that there could be any nicer place than the smiling pool and so he made up his mind that he would live there always but mr toad could hardly wait to get rid of his tail before turning his back on the smiling pool and starting out to see the great world nothing that grandfather frog could say would stop him and away mr toad went when he was so small that he could hide under a clover leaf grandfather frog didn't expect ever to see him again but he did though it wasn't for a long long time and when he did come back he had grown so that grandfather frog hardly knew him at first and right then and there began a dispute which they have kept up ever since whether it was best to go out into the great world or remain in the home of childhood each was sure that what he had done was best and each is sure of it to this day so whenever old mr toad visits grandfather frog as he does every once in a while they are sure to argue and argue on this same old subject it was so on the day that grandfather frog had so nearly choked to death old mr toad had heard about it from one of the merry little breezes of old mother west wind and right away had started for the smiling pool to pay his respects to grandfather frog and to tell him how glad he was that spotty the turtle had come along just in time to pull the fish out of grandfather frog's throat now all day long grandfather frog had had to listen to unpleasant remarks about his greediness it was such a splendid chance to tease him that everybody around the smiling pool took advantage of it grandfather frog took it good-naturedly at first but after a while it made him cross and by the time his cousin old mr toad arrived he was sulking just grunted when mr toad told him how glad he was to find grandfather frog quite recovered 
old mr toad pretended not to notice how out of sorts grandfather frog was but kept right on talking if you had been out in the great world as much as i have been you would have known that little joe otter wasn't giving you that fish for nothing said he grandfather frog swelled right out with anger sugarum he exclaimed in his deepest gruffest voice sugarum go back to your great world and learn to mind your own affairs mr toad right away old mr toad began to swell with anger too for a whole minute he glared at grandfather frog so indignant he couldn't find his tongue when he did find it he said some very unpleasant things and right away they began to dispute what good are you to anybody but yourself never seeing anything of the great world and not knowing anything about what is going on or what other people are doing asked old mr toad i'm minding my own affairs and not meddling with things that don't concern me as seems to be the way out in the great world you are so fond of talking about retorted grandfather frog wise people know enough to be content with what they have you've been out in the great world ever since you could hop and what good has it done you tell me that you haven't even a decent suit of clothes to your back grandfather frog patted his white and yellow waistcoat as he spoke and looked admiringly at the reflection of his handsome green coat in the smiling pool old mr toad's eyes snapped for you know his suit is very plain and rough people who do honest work for their living have no time to sit about in fine clothes admiring themselves he replied sharply i've learned this much out in the great world that lazy people come to no good end and i know enough not to choke myself to death grandfather frog almost choked again he was so angry you see old mr toad's remark were very personal and nobody likes personal remarks when they are unpleasant especially if they happen to be true grandfather frog was trying his best to think of something sharp to say in reply when mr redwing sitting in the top of the big hickory tree shouted here comes farmer brown's boy grandfather frog forgot his anger and began to look anxious he moved about uneasily on his big green lily pad and got ready to dive into the smiling pool for he was afraid that farmer brown's boy had a pocket full of stones as he usually did have when he came over to the smiling pool old mr toad didn't look troubled the least bit he didn't even look around for a hiding place he just sat still and grinned you'd better watch out or you'll never visit the smiling pool again called grandfather frog oh replied old mr toad i'm not afraid farmer brown's boy is a friend of mine i help him in his garden how to make friends is one of the things the great world has taught me Sugarum, said grandfather frog i'd have you to know that but what it was that he was to know old mr toad never found out for just then grandfather frog caught sight of farmer brown's boy and without waiting even to say good-bye he dived into the smiling pool End of chapter nine read by Lars rolander